0: Welcome to Digest & Invest, the podcast from eToro that brings you the top financial stories and discusses their effects on the markets. This podcast is for educational purposes and should not be taken as investment advice. Make sure you understand the risks involved in trading before committing any capital and never risk more than you're prepared to lose. Past performance is not an indication of future results. And now onto the podcast. I'm Dylan Holman, and this week we have our new eToro Trading School lead, Sam North, on the podcast. Thanks for joining, Sam.
1: Hi, Dylan. Thanks uh, for the introduction. Great to be here. Looking forward to it. So on the
0: podcast today, we'll be discussing the upcoming Bank of England interest rate decision, non-farm payrolls and a quick update on earnings seasons. First things first, though, Sam, what's been happening this week?
1: Well, with Monday being a bank holiday here in the UK, trading volumes were quieter than usual. To be expected, the quietest weeks of the year, as we know, just before Christmas, Thanksgiving, end of August for the holidays. So markets didn't really do too much, but they definitely made up for it on Tuesday. Stocks sold off, the Nasdaq finishing down 1.8%. European tech stocks also had their worst day since January, one of the worst days of the year. Elsewhere, currencies didn't do too much. So usually when you see a big move lower in stocks, the dollar as a safe haven should uh, strengthen. It didn't really do that. And actually we saw stocks pair some of those losses into the close. Bonds as well, not too bothered. However, we did see oil price move higher last night to now actually a level the highest since 2018. Uh, The API released the crude oil inventories that came in as the biggest draw uh, for for price since, uh, well, I think of the year, actually. So that's uh, another reason why oil was uh, pushing higher elsewhere in the crypto world. And I'm sure anyone that's uh, interested in this will know what I'm going to talk about. Those Coin uh, currently trading around 0. otherwise known 65. as dodgy coin to some <laughs> dodgy coin to some, absolutely. I'm sure Elon Musk and uh, the dodgy coin fans will be happy on the pursuit to uh, one dollars, currently trading at 0. 0.65. And Ethereum as well hit uh 3,500 recently. Bitcoin's kind of stuck in a range, it's taken a back seat for a while, currently trading at 55,000. But uh, yeah, interesting few days to start the week.
0: Great. Well you mentioned there that stocks had a, a sell-off yesterday and you know, some would argue that that's actually healthy for the market. But obviously you've got the Bank of England rate decisions on Thursday. And so is this a key event for equities?
1: Yeah, good question. I think it's I think it's important for sure. Um whether it's the main event. For the week i'm not sure i reckon that'll probably be non-farm payrolls on on friday but i would say absolutely the the rate decision is is a close second eyes and ears will, will be focused tomorrow thursday uh, at uh, midday for the bank of england decision whether they decide to take a more hawkish stance following the good vaccine roller and optimism over the economy
0: so the recent data has that been okay
1: yeah yeah recent data has been good retail sales saw a good jump march with 5.4% from a previous 2.2, which is good, absolutely. Uh, Manufacturing and services, PMI data above 60. So anything above 50 is is seen as expansion for those sectors. And actually above 60 is for the first time since early 2010. So great data there. Obviously, we've come from a place where, because of the pandemic, we haven't been too good, but we're heading in the right direction. House prices pushing higher too. GDP beat estimates in January and February. So all in all, not too bad. Inflation... The issue, I guess, it's, it has, hasn't has been above 1% since July 2020, but if if anything, it's heading in the right direction, but that might just slow the Banking of England down a bit. Does this good data lead to tapering, the unwinding of the QE and the bond buying scheme? Potentially, Potentially which could make it quite an interesting uh, announcement tomorrow. NatWest see a 70% chance of the... Uh, of the announcement of tapering. HSBC also agree with that. So while it's not expected to be drastic, and with the central bank decisions, it's all about what is expected, what is priced in. So we are expecting some kind of talk of tapering. Bank of Canada recently started that talk, the Bank of England looking like they're going to continue it. The thought now, I guess, will be, will the Federal Reserve do the same in their coming meetings or not? To keep it simple, If the Bank of England are to taper and to be more hawkish than expected, you could see the FTSE uh, come under a bit of pressure. And this could lead to European stocks, American stocks doing the same as this global talk of tapering starts to filter through to the markets. The opposite, then you could expect to see stocks catch a bid and we push higher, lower rates for longer. For, for example there. In terms of the currency, uh, the move that we could s- expect to see on the pound, any talk or tapering or more so, you'd expect to see uh, the pound strengthen, i.e. that would mean uh, rates would go higher sooner than expected foreign investors getting more return on their money and the pound could strengthen. On the flip side, pound weakness if we aren't to see that. Uh, so yeah, should be uh, an interesting event.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Lots to, uh, to think about and have a keep, keep an eye on. Okay, so that's Thursday taken care of. Um, so let's move on to your number one key event of the week, which is the US nonfarm payrolls. So the median estimate is for nearly 1 million job creations, along with unemployment expected to fall to 5.8%. So how do you see this um, impacting broader markets?
1: trillion dollar question. I mean it sounds crazy, doesn't it? 1 million job creations for for the US. Again, uh, you've got to put this in perspective of where we've come from. So the market is uh you know priced that in already. So uh come Friday 1:30 UK time. It'll be interesting to see where you know, markets are where stocks are what we're thinking um and and that absolutely could could drive price and uh, of speaking of non-farm payrolls i was actually speaking to uh, or listening i should say to a former goldman sachs employee and they were you know telling us about how they traded non-farm payrolls and they would uh, they would actually take um the liquidity that obviously people would get involved in and trade that decision. So the spike lower, they would actually use that as an opportunity to take the liquidity and get into longer term positions. And also they would meet meet on Monday so a few days after uh, Friday of course to then have a team meeting and decide actually is this release good enough for us to change our medium-term outlook or longer-term outlook so it's still you know an interesting release first Friday of every month non-farm payrolls be interesting to see the the employment situation I think regardless of the jobs number uh, if the question I think in markets at the moment is whether tech can remain this elevated. I mentioned Nasdaq was down 1.8% yesterday. It has recovered a touch, but can it remain this elevated? A good number, inflation picking up, it might, it might be time to diversify.
0: Well you talk about tech and that's a topic that we discuss at length on this podcast. You know, if you've had a tech heavy portfolio these last few years, you are doing very, very well. So just picking up what you just said there, could this potentially be a turning point for tech? Then,
1: oh, short answer, maybe. I think it depends on the person, the individual, the timing that they're, uh, you know, looking at the horizon. How long they've been in these tech stocks. I mean, if you're in, you know, the Apples, the Teslas from way back when, you know, you're laughing right now. Do you want to come out of that completely? Potentially not. Maybe you're happy to sort of hold that for a while. Do I think the you know, these tech stocks have seen their all time ever highs. No. So I do think they can go higher. It just might be that we are due a little bit of a pullback, you know, whether that be, um, you know, further than where we are now. And it, it goes into an area where people might consider it to be more of a value or not. We'll, we'll, we'll see. The long answer is I'm, I'm still bullish on, on stocks as a whole with rates so low. Uh, globally I, I think there's still appetite for, for stocks to be bought it just might be that um, it's time to maybe look elsewhere or even just booking potentially some of the profits but context is key and, and each individual uh, investor will will have a different outlook.
0: Okay so for those that are going to look to diversify where do you think they should be looking what sectors in particular?
1: Yeah, well, it's going to come down to the individual, their risk appetite. And I'm not going to say, sit here and say, look, everyone go into Dogecoin, because that would be (laughs) very unwise. I was just speaking to my brother who's um, been in, you know, he's invested in crypto for, for quite some time. And he's actually a bit worried about the whole doji coin thing and how that's caught the attention and he feels like that is the sign of a bubble. So it's something to just be careful of. You know, the owner came out recently and was just like, you know, this isn't anything. It's just vibes, I think his were his words. So it's a bit worrying potentially. So yeah, I'm not going to say diversify into that, but it might be worth having a little look into the financial sector. You know, loan losses, I was reading a report from the FT, loan losses from the pandemic are turning out to be lower than many of the Uh, financials had provision. We may also see a recovery in loan growth and higher interest rates should we see a pickup in that department, maybe from inflation. Uh, We'll also help profit margins for banks on issued loans. So that's a potential area to look at. And then we've actually seen a bit of a recovery in these kind of stocks anyway, but also consumer discretionary. So retail, hotels, airlines should, now we're opening up, start to perform better i mean they have recovered a lot i mean for example if you look at cine world it's a ridiculous uh, amount from november december last year can that continue well you just got to ask yourself how much of that is priced in i think it's look in summary it's great to be diversified would i say it's now time to go into bonds no they don't really interest me personally too much at the moment. But if we are to see a move higher in inflation, a rise in interest rates, bond yields move higher, for example, the US 10 year above 2%, then maybe it's going to attract more attention. Timing is key, as always. And one of my favorite sayings is: is to trade what you see, not what you think.
0: Is that a, a Sam North classic line there, or is yeah, that I, a... might, I might have
1: to get the old copyright out on that. <laughs> <nerve>. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do a quick Google later to see if I have indeed stolen that or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to topic three then, which is earnings season. So we are in the thick of it now, um, and so is there any in particular that you're keeping an eye on?
1: Yeah, so I mean, th- this week—I mean, last week was the main one, wasn't it? A lot of focus on on tech and overall did did pretty well. If you look at those, some of those names, they are off their highs. Again, because a lot of it is priced in, we're expecting it. We expected a good earnings season, which is quite refreshing to, to say that. Um, Some names that have, have been familiar or are familiar to, to many users that have come out this week, Ferrari, they're actually down or not giving uh, financial guidance, down a touch. Match, Pfizer and Under Armour all came out yesterday. Ones that I'm keeping an eye on this week, Uber uh etsy paypal and uh, and roku all coming out for the remainder of the week i think uber are out after hours today so for those mm-hmm. listening in the uk we're sort of talking after 9 p.m after that cash close over in wall street over in the states um a lot of these markets certainly the, the tech heavy ones look so similar you've had a big push up from you know the mid part of, of last year anyone who invested then you're doing very well. We've recovered a touch for, or I would say we retraced a touch from those highs. The question is, do we continue or is this diversification going to really start to take place and we come under a bit more pressure? If we come under a bit more pressure, I think, you know, the idea of there being a sale or a discount on some of these tech stocks would quite look quite attractive. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um not as heavy on the earnings this week as last, but certainly a few to keep an eye on.
0: So a question we get asked quite a lot by listeners is where do you actually find all the information regarding earnings? Is there any kind of useful snippets for for our listeners?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, there's well, I'll go through some free free websites now. There's so much useful uh, use. There's so many useful websites out there. It really, is you know Finviz, F I N. VIZ, uh, a great website for uh, for stocks, but also you know heat maps of the S&P 500. It shows on the day how they're doing. Earnings Whispers on Twitter. If you don't uh, have a Twitter account, I would absolutely encourage you guys to do so. There's so much useful information out there if you follow the right people. I'll do a session one day on Twitter and who to follow, but Earnings Whispers is great. It talks about the earnings for the week, who's out before the open, after the open is, is, is great. Uh, Fact set, celerity are also uh, superb for for that. And if you want a calendar, I mean, there's many out there, but one that operates in real time, investing.com have one on there, which is great as well. So hopefully that helps. Feel free to, to reach out to me, guys, if, if you want any more information on that.
0: Great. Well, before we wrap things up, um, is there anything else that people should be keeping an eye on?
1: Yeah, I mean, to, so I mentioned oil is is the highest, I think, from mid part of 2018. So we have at 3.30 today, UK time, and I know that you guys will, that are listening, this would already have happened. So it will be worth keeping an eye on oil price to see how those crude oil inventories came out today. Um, oil is, is so high. Does that lead to talk from OPEC? Potentially. Other data points. So we've got some uh, some data out of the UK tomorrow, but what else is out tomorrow? The Bank of England. So that's going to be the main focus. And then really it is non-farm payrolls on Friday. So we're, we're into the meat of the, you know, the week now. We're getting to, to the juicy bits, the Bank of England, non-farm payrolls, a couple more earnings. And, and really that, that kind of wraps up the week.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks a lot, Sam, for uh, your debut on the podcast. Great to have you on board. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks everyone for listening to this week's podcast. You can learn more about the markets by visiting our eToro Trading School website page. And uh, we'll be back next week for our next podcast. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, visit eToro.com.